For the 33rd time in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shinyon Pro Wrestling will put on its G1 Climax Tournament. This tournament brings together the best heavyweights from around the world and this year's field is the largest in the history of this tournament. 32 wrestlers split into 4 blocks of 8 will compete with the top 2 from each block moving on to a knockout phase and they will continue until there is one left and that one will claim the G1 Climax Trophy and a title opportunity at Wrestle Kingdom for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And for the fourth year in a row, the No Spots podcast will once again cover this tournament from beginning to end with Champ and Sage providing previews and recaps each and every week all the way until the tournament's end. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth season of the G1 Climax Recall. Day! Ha! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner of the 33rd edition of the G1 Climax Tournament, and we are here to talk about how we got there with the semifinals as well as the finals. Also, we have a lot more to cover, but before we get there, I am DC's People's Chair welcoming you to the season finale of the G1 Climax Recall. I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner who woke up as this guy named Sage. Sage! Yoloshka Yashimas. Hola. Man, it feels good. So, um, time to get something else done other than the G1. <laughs> like, let me pay my agenda with the G1 pros. All right, let me watch the G1 this morning. Mm-hmm. And then everything else follows as I watch the G1. It's G1 first, everything else. Lord, I am so glad this is it's, it's time to rest, relax, and enjoy football season. This is the end of my year and go into my new year. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, so we got a lot to talk. Like I said, we're going to look back on the semifinals and the finals of the G1 Climax Tournament. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about the final four participants who were added to this weekend's all-star junior festivals usa 2023 uh that were added this week as well as the complete card for that event taking place on the 19th uh at the 2300 arena we will also look at the full card for multiverse united 2 which is taking place the very next night in the same venue, co-produced by Impact Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're going to look at that. And then after we look at the semifinals and the finals of the G1 tournament, we are going to look ahead because major matches have been already announced for the upcoming Destruction Tour, which begins on September the 8th in Corquin Hall. They're going to have two uh, back-to-back nights in Corquin Hall, and they're going to have big events in Kobe and in Rio Goku as part of this tour. And we already have some big matches already lined up, so we're going to talk about those. And then, as I always have to ask when we do these podcasts, do we have story time with Sage? We got some. It, 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 yeah. yeah I would say, yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's that time. It's, it's the closing episode, so we might as well. Okay, good. Okay, good. So we might have a story time with Sage, so we're going to get to that later on as well. And then we're going to also talk about. Uh, the situation that came up uh, er, that 
broke today regarding one half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions, Cash Wheeler. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Um, I'll give my full thoughts on that on Saturday, but I definitely want to get Sage's thoughts on that news story. Uh, but, but without any further ado, let's get right into it and talk about the All-Star Junior Festival. Like I said, four more participants were announced this week. Uh, so, so far the field is consisted of current Impact World Champion Alex Shelley, Bushi, uh, Cheeseburger, Starboy Charlie, Jack Cartwheel, Francisco Akira, Fugaz, the DKC, Ryusuke Taguchi, uh, Chris Bay, Kevin Knight, Sobrano Jr., Matt Seidel, Rich Swan, Ace Austin, Lowrider, TJP, Yoshinobu Kanamaru, Robbie Eagles, Jordan <laughs> Oliver, Mao, Yo, Clark Connors, Blake Christian, Master Watto, Hiromu Takahashi, Rocky Romero, Nick Wayne, El Desperado, Shun Skywalker, and Mike Bailey, Doki, and Dragon Kid. Now, four more names were announced this week, and the uh, matches were announced this, uh, after their, they were announced, which led to the card being finally completed and ready to go for Saturday. And that is none other than Real One, formerly known as Enzo Amori, former two-time WWE Cruiserweight champion, uh, Kosei Fujita, who after the end of the G1 Climax Tour has officially graduated from being a young lion. He's now going on his young on his excursion world tour and it's going to kick off in earnest in uh, Philadelphia. Casey Navarro, who is the current Warrior Wrestling Champion, uh, the man who uh, defeated Will Ospreay uh, last June to end Will Ospreay's run as champion. Now he's the current champion. He will be a part of the All-Star Junior Festival. And the last person announced, which I kind of predicted this was going to happen, and they, they proved it right. The current X Division champion, Leo Rush, has been added to the All-Star Junior Festival. So he will be pulling double duty this weekend, working both the All-Star Junior Festival and Multiverse United uh, 2. So with that being said, here is the final card, the full like finished card for that event taking place on August the 19th. There's going to be a kickoff match that's going to take place, which you'll see Goldie taking on Vinny Pacifico. Sounds like a couple of indie guy, local indie guys are going to go at it. But the, the card itself will feature the two first-round matches in the All-Star Junior Festival Tournament. Uh, Francisco Akira taking on Mike Bailey. And Kevin Knight taking on Clark Connors with the winners of those matches facing each other in a 30-minute time limit final. We'll also see a six-man tag team match that'll see the DKC team with Rich Swan and Ryusuke Taguchi to take on the three free agents that are three free agents that are part of this turn this uh, event, Starboy Charlie, Jack Cartwheel and Real One. We'll also see the, uh, this is already announced but we'll see a tag match Mao and Desperado taking on the GCW Tag Team Champions, the East West Express, Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne. We'll also see Matt Seidel teaming with Yo to take on Bushi and Shun Skywalker. We will have the now it is a sponsored match. The Pats King of Stakes Philly Cheesesteak Cup three-way tag team ladder match. 
Hiromu Takahashi and Rocky Romero is one team. The other team, Master Wato and Blake Christian. The third team is Doki and Lowrider, who are familiar with each other from Doki's time in Mexico, being a part of Hoponis Del Mal. We will also have the Lucky Dip Tag Match, where tag partners will be decided by random drawing inside the ring. The eight participants are Kosei Fujita, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Alex Shelley, Robbie Eagles, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, TJP, and Cheeseburger. We will see a five-way matchup. Fugaz versus Sobriano Jr. versus Leo Rush versus Casey Navarro versus the Dragon Kid. That was the last match that was added to the card after the announcement of Navarro and Rush to this. Sage, how do you you like the sound of this card? The card sounds amazing. Um, I was only here for one thing, though. <laughs> no, um, the card sounds amazing. I'm glad that uh, everybody that is going to be on it is on on it. I'm glad that uh, they saved us Leo for last. Actually, like they really did save him for last, and it was the thing of hey, Leo Rush, boom. And Leo put out a tweet and said, "Everyone, when everyone thought it was safe, mm. when everyone thought it was safe, it ain't. I'll be there. I was like, let's go, let's go. Uh, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad it's uh, this is what it is. How we're doing it. Um, it's gonna be great." It's going to be a great card. It's going to be amazing to watch. Um, just got to see how it all play out. Like, as long as Master Watch doesn't win again, I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that they went and got Pats, which is one of the top two. I like that Pats, which is one of the top two uh Places that sell cheesesteaks in Philly got got they got them on as a sponsor for the fucking oh, ladder match. That's absolutely absolute. funny. I absolute. guess I guess I guess Geno's wasn't interested. I guess. <laughs> um, that and that's that that would be that's interesting unless Geno's is sponsored with somebody else and it's a conflict of interest. That's true. That's very true indeed. So, I mean, it is what it is. All right. So that's what's happening on August the 19th. The very next night uh, in the same venue, it's going to be the uh, co-produced event by Impact Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling, Multiverse United 2, For Whom the Bell Tolls, which is a sequel from the first Multiverse United event that took place during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, These are the matches that have been set for that event, which will see a lot of mixture of new japan and impact stars either teaming with each other or going against each other uh there will be a kickoff six-man tag team match where joe hendry say his name and he appears i believe in joe hendry he will be teaming with heath baby and Yuya Yurimura, so you know J- Hendry and Yurimura got kind of got a thing going on on Impact where Yuya's kind of trying to be like Joe Hendry a little bit. They're gonna team together. And they're gonna face off against Master Watto, Rocky Romero, and Ryusuke Taguchi. So Team Six or Nine, along with the uh, reunion of the Mega Coaches. So we're seeing two team reunions on one team in the kickoff match with Yuya Yurimura representing Impact instead of New Japan since he's currently on his excursion. Uh, we will also see. 
uh, Kenny King make his second defense of the Digital Media Championship. He will be cha- uh, taking on Yoshinobu Kanemaru for the championship. Doki will be taking on Sammy Callahan. This tag match was just announced. Uh, Catch 2-2 are going to be teaming together. Francesco Akira and TJP represent New Japan. Well, the it's not really New Japan versus Impact. It's just Cash 2-2 versus TMDK. It's United Empire versus TMDK. Cash uh, 2-2 taking on Robbie Eagles and Kosei Fujita uh, in a tag match. We will also have an X Division and Junior Heavyweight Scramble, which was seven people, but one more person was added just recently. So the original competitors in there were going to be Frankie Kazarian, Bushi, Kevin Knight, Chris Saban, El Desperado, Mao, and Rich Swan, but re- but just a di- couple days ago, Yo was added to the mix. So now is an eight-man scramble to representing both Impact's X Division and New Japan's Junior Heavyweight Division. Another match that was just added as well is Julia, who is making her se- who is des- making her second defense of the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. She was challenged after a stardom event this past weekend by Diana Perazzo and Giselle Shaw, at which point she responded that she was going to America. Well, here she is. She's going to be defending that championship in a fatal four-way match against Perazzo and Shaw, along with Momo Kogo, who was a part of the tournament to to uh, crown the first strong openweight champion. So it'll be a fatal four-way for that championship. We will see TMDK versus Impact, Zack Sabre Jr. and Shane Haste against Moose and Eddie Edwards. Bullet Club versus The World with David Finley, Kenta, Clark Connors, Alex Coglin, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin taking on Josh Alexander, PCO, Tomatonga, Tangaloa, El Phantasmo, and the DKC. We have a special tag match, Trey Miguel and the X-Division champion Leo Rush taking on Hiromu Takahashi and Mike Bailey. And for the Impact World Championship, Hiroshi Tanahashi challenges Alex Shelley for the gold. How does this card sound? Uh, I'm really interested in this fatal bullet for that uh, title. Because Julia, Julia is Julia, man. Like, she ain't no... Julia is a oh she's amazing. So it's just like what we gonna see for real from Julia. How is she gonna respond to wrestling in America? If this would be her first match in America. You know, um, uh, and it's gonna be what the second defense. I honestly. To be honest, I think it's going to be a title fight because she ended it once. I hope it's not a, def- a, 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 a. I hope it's not one, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's one. I kind of see things a little differently with that match. I don't think she's going to lose the title, I think she's going to retain it. I think she's going to retain it and bring it back to Japan because I think they want that championship. I mean, they they clearly want that championship here in the United States, but I don't think they're going to put it on an Impact-contracted superstar. I know they have a good relationship with Impact as New Japan, but I don't think that they're going to want someone who's who's 
exclusively contracted to Impact to hold that championship. So the only thing is that even if it changes hands, it will have to be with Momo and not with Giselle or Deanna because of the fact that Momo is a part of Stardom. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Sith access in our Twitch chat. Hello, Sith. Uh, who we got in uh, Shelly versus Tanahashi? Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. And I like Tanahashi, but Shelly. Everybody likes Tanahashi. It's Tanahashi. The problem True. is, Shelly. Like, you got to keep him. You got to keep him afloat. What I'm looking forward to in terms of this car is the is seeing how how Moose is going to be able to deal with Zack Saber Jr. trying to trying to unscrew his knees. I want to see how Zack tried to unscrew his knees. This Moose, you talking about Moose? Like that's a that 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 boy is he um what's the word I'm looking for? Stop. He's he's Jack. Like move. <laughs> yeah, I think he still might. Try, I still think he might try to unscrew his knees off. I, I'm just gonna be honest. I, hope with you. So. I think he. I, I think that's to you. Good. I hope so. Yeah, but I also I can't wait for. I also can't wait for the X Division Junior Heavyweight Scramble because you got a bunch of dudes in this matchup who all they do is fly around the ring. So all you gonna get, you gonna have to. They're gonna have to call the uh, airport in Philadelphia and get air ca- traffic air control on that control. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, because mm-hmm. that's all. That's what's gonna happen. You gonna have a bunch of boot dudes flying around, and then you gonna have Frankie Kazaria who's gonna try to fly around with his old ass. Now, you know what's crazy? I think you're not gonna have Frankie try to fly around. He gonna try. He gonna try to be anti air and capture the ass. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. Interesting. But I mean, both cars look absolutely awesome and sh- and straight up look like it's going to be a fun night, a uh, cu- fun couple of nights of action over there oh, at, um, in Philadelphia. So you know they're going to be showing uh, the All Star Junior Festival on New Japan World Pay Per View, and then the Multiverse United event will be on Fight. So uh, make sure you go and check those out. Those should be really good, and uh, hopefully uh, next week on the weekly wrestling podcast, I will be able to come in and talk about and get the results for uh, both events as part of our New Japan recap. All right, now it's time to get into what we really want to talk well, about not, here, and that next, is next week. They won't be not here though, like won't be here. Yeah. No, it'll be on the. That's why I just said I said on the weekly wrestling podcast we'll be able. I'll be talking we'll be about here. it. During the New Japan recap, but uh, hope you know you'll see Sage again when either either for big pay per view live reactions or for the next tournament that New Japan puts on, which will be most likely World Tag League. Mm, yeah, we gotta wait for World Tag League. What's up? Yes, yeah. indeed. So. All right, let's talk about the semi-finals of the new of the G1 Climax tournament. Uh, before we get into the two semi-final matches, we gotta talk about they have they've been doing throughout the tour or throughout this tour these young lion consecutive battle matches where the young lions have to go through a gauntlet of three guys and they have five minutes for each matchup in order to uh, get the victory. 
they have a five minute time limit for each match and they no one has been successful in doing it because what they would get is they would win they would win two hundred two hundred thousand yen in some kind of like meat product or something like that but they will also get a shot at the new japan world tv championship and finally one of the young lions was able to you know go through the gauntlet and win outright and that was none other than Bolton Oleg. Uh, Bolton Oleg beat Ryudo Nakashima, Asuka Loibe, and Ryohei Oiwa to be, uh, and he beat him convincingly. Apparently, according to what the, what people were saying, he beat him convincingly to win the two hundred thousand yen and to get a shot at the New Japan World TV Championship. So a young lion is going to get a shot at a singles championship coming up so that's awesome then we got into the main car we saw Kaito Kiyomiya and Hayata Kaito Kiyomiya of Noah Hayata the current GCH uh, GHC junior heavyweight champion taking on Hiroshi Tenzan and the best of Super Juniors 30 winner Bastowato um, Kiyomiya was able to hit the modified shining wizard to get the victory for his team but a, bit, a nice show of respect from Tenzan from Kiyomiya to Tenzan and Kiyomiya even said in his backstage comments that Tenzan is like getting big reactions now and it's like wait he's that popular still that's crazy uh, then we have Ren Narita and Minoru Suzuki team up to take on Shota Umino and Tomaki Homa. Uh, Narita was able to tap out Homa with the Cobra Twist. Uh, then, you know, of course, Narita and Shota just can't stand each other, and they just want to beat the shit out of each other, like, every chance it. they get. I think it's awesome. I think it's fucking awesome, it. honestly. I think it's awesome. I love every minute of it. And then we had Bullet Club. We had the mixture of old school Bullet Club and the War Dogs. David Finley, the never openweight champion, kept to the Defy World Champion, your strong openweight tag team champions, Gate Kid and Alice Coughlin, along with Chase Owens. They defeated the team of Yo, Toriano, Bishimon, and Togi Makabe, uh, with Togi Makabe falling into oblivion. Uh, we. We had that happen. Then we have Hanare tap out Bushi to give the United Empire victory over LIJ. It was Hanare team with the great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb to take on uh, Bushi, Suji, and Shingo Takagi. We had TMDK fall to the team of Ryusuke Taguchi, Eddie Kingston, and Tom Tomohiro Ishii and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, Eddie Kingston has such a unique relationship with Tomohiro Ishii. They fought each other three times, but yet he's like, he's like, Got, I guess he's got Ishii's respect. Uh, they were able to defeat Kosei Fujita, Shade Hayes, Mikey Nichols, and Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, Sage, before we get into this, there was some, something happened on a show that we didn't talk about, that we need to talk about, and we didn't mention on the last podcast. I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, because it was funny as hell, and we should have talked about it, and we, we had that was a missed opportunity. Okay. So, on the night of the quarterfinals, back on Thursday, last mm -hmm. Thursday, there was a, an eight-man tag match. It was the second match of the card. It was mm -hmm. Shooter, it was Shooter, ELP, and G.O.D. against Tenzon and Strong Style. We forgot to talk about the interaction where LP was titty twisting Desperado, and his shooter came in and said, "No, you're not. You're a babyface. You're a babyface. You're not a heel. You don't do that. Stop!" And then Desperado titty twisted both 
for the <laughs> We forgot to talk about that, dude. That was hilarious. That was one of the greatest moments I've I ever thought seen it was... in my life. Oh my god. The fact that Shooter came in and in great perfect eagles kept telling ELP, you're not a heel, you're a baby face. Stop doing that. And then Desperado said, Okay, I got something for the both of you. Ego. So yeah, I, I was I was ready for it. I was in for it. I said, I, I was when that when that moment happened. I rewound that at least a good two or three times, and I needed somebody to get me up off the floor. I was I was like yeah, I was done. I was they're hilarious. I'm 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 loving this ELP. I'm loving this ELP. Like he deserves everything he's doing and getting and trying to bring himself up on a ladder of um changing what he's done so far wrong. And I, I'm loving it. I'm I'm loving I'm loving the ELP right now. Yeah. ELP yeah. We'll talk guy. we'll talk we'll talk about that when we talk about the fun the, the the night of the finals. But uh we continue on. Speaking of uh El Fatasmo joined G O D which was Jado, Hikaleo and and the brothers Tangalo and Tamatanga to take on the entire the entire faction of just five guys with Jado getting the victory over Takabichi Noku. Jado Let's talk about a, that. Look at Jado getting a victory in He got a victory over a legend. And over a legend. Look at that. Yeah. Look, at, look, at, look, at, look at God. Taka's a I thought it was pretty and awesome. Studying screenwriting in Spain to prepare for WWE. Good for you, Alex. That's a, that's amazing. Good for you. But that was the last match we would have before we got to our semifinals, mm-hmm. and then we would go to semifinal one, Evil versus Kazuchika Okada, and we all were kind of nervous about this one because Evil was trying to pull out all the stops. We were thinking, oh, God, it's going to be Evil in the finals. There's no shot. But sure enough, Okada was able to overcome all the shenanigans, all the BS. He even hit his own version of Everything is Evil. It was called Everything is Rainmaker, as Kevin Kelly called it. Nailed it with that shit. In the end, it was the Emerald Flosion into the Rainmaker, and it led to Kazuchika Okada in 18 minutes and 8 seconds moving on to the finals for the third year in a row. Look, his quest to try to be the first to win three in a row was still there. What did you think about this first semifinal? Um, I'm glad we get E1 finals. <laughs> hey, hey, Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly was selling this for me because he did not want E1 in the finals at all. He wanted evil. God, he did not want Evil in the finals. He was he, he was kind of upset. He was kind of upset. Oh man! So it's okay. It's all right. It's it's all right. It's all right. I'm so glad you didn't get Evil here. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad that Okada did win this. You know. Um. I didn't want Dick Togo to have a reason to say anything. <laughs> right. So 
foul. This, but this the match was fantastic. Everything was Okada. He hit everything was Okada. Oh. Nah, Kevin. Nah, Kevin Kelly called it. Everything is Rainmaker. Everything is Rainmaker. Yes, everything is Rainmaker. Yes. I was like, oh, he hit it. Yeah, everything is Rainmaker. Let's get it. Let's get I, it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I really liked it too, especially because of the fact that, you know, despite all the shenanigans, you know, no one from Chaos came up and Okada just showed how, like, G1 Okada is like, G1 Okada is just built different. G1 Okada is built different. Because he had all the House of Torture, he had Evil, he had Dick Togo, had Yudro and Show all up in his business, all up in his Kool-Aid, and he got rid of all their asses and still be evil. G1 Okada, I don't think we you hear us, people. Me and Sage have been saying this for the last four seasons we've been doing this podcast series. G1 Okada is built different. Anybody else, evil beats them. G1 Okada, not happening. Like, no chance. Nah, you right. You right. No, no one like it's just it, G1 Okada is just he does what he does for a reason, and some of these reasons be boy, they be amazing. Like, this was this was like this again, and this has been the thing about a lot of people in this whole thing. Um, Okada has been wrestling matches. And people have been wrestling perfect against them. It, 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 it the, honestly, to be for real, what, where did evil, where did evil go wrong in that match? I'm just, Nobody I'm knows. telling you, I like, I, I, I just thought, I thought, uh, you know, again, it just reinforces what we've been saying about Okada. Whenever he's in the G1, it's like G1 Okada is just built entirely differently. Um, entirely really different. quick. Really quick, before we go to our main event, which was uh, semifinal number two, uh, Alex with a, a, a wrestle, a, his own uh, their version of a WrestleMania Dream match, a main one, a night one main event of Shotzi versus Sky, with Shotzi winning the championship and celebrating with her sister who has liver cancer, similar to Daniel Bryan Mania Thirty victory because Mania Forty is on April the sixth, and Mania Thirty was on April the sixth. Easter egg and creative genius. What do you think about that? Um, Shotzi is not world-renowned like that to do that. Like, um, Shotzi isn't as important enough to do something like that. She's not built up. Brian uh, Benson was already built up this far. Now, for it to happen, and it... The storyline built him. These, this was like years of a storyline of him being the big player, not getting the wins, but then he won the money in the bank. Like he had accolades before he got that. So this right here is just like, eh. I mean, it's a great, it would be a great idea, but Shasi is just not that type of person that they didn't push the button behind to do something like that. So I, I kind of would not, I, w- I wouldn't believe them to do it. 
Yeah, no, I, I can understand that. And by the way, Twitch Graze is a bitch. 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 That's all I got to say about I that. Twitch. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about main, let's talk about main event. Semifinal number two. Will Ospreay versus Tetsuya Naito. Can I just say right now that Tetsuya Naito versus Will Ospreay had no damn business being that damn great. That match was incredible. I did not. That damn fantastic. I had no idea it was going to be that good, that great. Fantastic. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I took. Oh, I did. I did. Um. I did. I did. I had. I had the. When I say that match happened, and I went, "Am I really?" Is this really what I'm watching? Like, I really was just like, they are doing the thing. Okay. All right. Okay. This match was amazing. It was amazing. I um I really enjoyed this match. This match was everything that I needed it to be. Um Dog, late in the match when Osprey when Naito went the duck under and Osprey threw that kick and he le- looked like he legit that, kicked him in the head. That was no, scary. He did, legit, he did legit kick him in the head. That was the part that that got me. He was uh, it, it was a bit scary. It was a bit scary because I thought he was out for the count. Like I thought he was done. He looked like he was concussed for real because he couldn't barely stand. He couldn't really get his bearings together after taking that kick to the head. Yeah. I I immediately yeah. started thinking. I immediately started thinking. Oh my god! If he wins this match, is he going to be cleared to play? Is he going to be cleared to wrestle the next night? Because he looks like he was. He looked like he was concussed because he took a legit shot to the head. Like I saw his head go like that, and he was just like he wasn't the same after that. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he he for that match. He wasn't. But I think he got his burns together at some point. What? Yeah, because he was able to hit a couple of Destinos to get the victory over Will Osprey, and then Osprey. Oh, ap- but I think the bigger story after this was uh, in the backstage where Osprey said he was going to reveal this after he had won. But since he didn't, he revealed that he no longer is the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Champion. He is the IWGP. United you Kingdom heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, because he says he, because the great little con in them had the belt, had the belt at ringside because they were standing at ringside. But then after he mm-hmm. lost, we instead got the roll call, which he had to do twice, by the way. Naito did the roll call twice because he had gotten he Yoda and T. He had Yoda and Teton in the wrong order. I was, for those I, who don't know. Funny. That was funny as hell. For those who don't know, when Naito does, Naito does, when he wins a main event, he, you know, of course, starts out by saying in Spanish, either good afternoon or good evening in the venue he's in or city he's in. He starts talking, he talks in Japanese, and then he does what's called a roll call, where he calls off the names of the members of his faction, Los Angeles Bernabas de Pajapon, but he names them in the order in which they join. And when mm-hmm. he did it the, on Saturday, when he did it on except Saturday, for except for himself, he says he says himself last. But this weekend, this like this past weekend, when on the semifinals, he actually he said uh, Bushi, 
Hiromu, Takagi, Yota, Teton. That was wrong because Teton joined before Yota did. So he asked the crowd, can he do it again? Because he messed up. So then he went back and he said, Bushi, Hiromu, Takagi, Teton, Yota, E, Naito, Nosotros. So, yeah, that's um, that's how the roll call goes. And before, like, it's, of course, it's changed a lot over the years with Evil defecting in 2020 and then Sonata defecting this year, this past year, and stuff like that because it Sonata was didn't Bush. defect. He just, he, he left. He told him, I'm leaving. Now, the fact didn't mean, you know, turned on. He didn't turn on. Sonata, Sonata was different. He didn't turn on. He said he was going a separate way. Now, for people to be in their village in the, in the group about it, like Hiromu, that's on you. But at the same point in time, like, I'm going to go over here. I want to do something different. I can't do something different and be here. He said that. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, yeah, no, you make a fair point. You make a fair point. All right, and then we will move on to the to back to Rio Goku for the finals of the G1 Climax Tournament. But before we get there, we will have Kaito We will have Kaito Kiyomiya team of Ryohei Oiwa. They've been forming such a nice little partnership, so much so that it was announced that Oi was gonna. I think I think they announced that Oi was going on excursion to Noah. Yep. Uh, hit, uh, that Sunday was his that last day too. Even though we talk about Kosei Fujina a, a lot, Ryoe Oiwa um, last day was uh, Sunday in Rio Goku. Um, what? The? Uh, Sunday yep. in Rio Goku was his last day, and he was um. He's going with Kaito Kiyomiya into and Scourge into Noah, so he's going to pretty pretty much stay relatively home. Um, I I can't wait to see how all these things play out. Absolutely. Yeah, so Oiwa is going on excursion, but before they left, Kiyomiya was able to get a victory with his modified shiny wizard over the team of Oscar Loibe and Toriyano. We saw Shota Umino team with Master Wato, Yuji Nagata, and Tomaki Homa to take out Yudo Nakashima and Strong Style. Then after the matchup, it was like after Homa, Homa got the hell up out of there. He ain't wanted nothing to do. He's like, look, I already did my thing. I'm out of here. But of course, Wato, Umino, and Nagata stayed behind. Shooter got in Rita's face, Watson got Despy's face, and the guy that got in Suzuki's face, and they just decided they're going to just fight. <laughs> just, I just thought that to be funny. I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to get a six man with these three, with these six. Okay, please give it to me. I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. I you know what it is. It's for the. It's for that type. It's for them. Uh, uh, they are they still no. Uh, I think it's the build of that division for the never six man. You know. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I thought it was funny though that they just squared like Shooter and Narita couldn't keep their hands off each other. <laughs> of course, you know we know Watson and Despy had their issues, and we know Nagata and Suzuki had their issues. If we Suzuki go back to issue with it, yeah, true. I mean, let's go back. Like I said, Nagata versus Suzuki in Corcoran Hall back in 20, I think it was 2020 or 2021, was one of my top 10 matches of that year because of how good it was. 
And I mean, a lot of people look at that and be like, all they, a lot of people just look at that and say, all they did was punch and kick each other all day long. I'm like, exactly. Two 52 year old men just beat the shit out of each other. That's what made it my top 10 match of the year. Because two 52 year old men beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> shit. That, don't, that, don't fucking that, do that in itself. That in itself. Two 52 year old men beating the shit out of each other is wild. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That well, they're not 52 now. They're like 55 now, but still. Exactly. Two men so in... that's, that's even wilder. Like, they're exactly. about to go out here and be wilder when they're like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm that, yeah. No. Like, 55, yeah. I'm going to be like, my knee hurt. Go sit down somewhere. <laughs> Suzuki, I'm not trying to keep fighting you. I don't want to keep punching you in your mouth. Right. All right. Then we had Yo teaming with Eddie Kingston and two thirds of the never six man tag champs, Ishii and Tanahashi, uh, to take on Tiger Mask, uh, Ten Koji, and uh, Togi Makabe. Tiger Mask got hit with the trace kick, and uh, Yo was able to get the victory. And it looks like, uh, and I don't know if you noticed this, Sage, but it looks like Ishii is starting to warm up to his partnership with Tanahashi, no? He's respecting it. He respects it. He um he he, he respects it. It's more of a respect thing. He is not a oh yeah, we're gonna be best friends type of situation. He's actually he actually can depend on him to do stuff, so that's the that's the best part of this situation. So, I, I'm liking it. I'm, 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 we're going to see where it go. We're going to see where it go. Yeah, we will see where it goes. We will see where it goes and stuff like that. But I just, I'm just noticing it seems like he's kind of warming up to it a little bit, uh, which I never thought would happen. Uh. Look, he warmed up the Kingston, so might as well. True. Very, very true. Very true. Very true. All right. Next, we had TMDK taking on uh, the team of Bolton, Oleg, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Bishimon, and we got to see a big win here for Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols. They, uh, Shane Hayes was able to pin Hiroki Goto using the Tank Buster 10 minutes and 5 seconds to basically give themselves a shot at the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships with the victory in what would be Kosei Fuji's final match as a young lion. He goes out on the victorious <laughs> team. Um, and how about that? TMDK getting a title wait. shot finally. I can't wait. I, I need can't this wait in my life. Yeah, I need I, I need this match. I, 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 I hate Yoshihashi, but I need this match. And if I recall correctly, what didn't TMDK beat Bishamon in World Tag League, or was it the other way around? They beat Bishamon in World Tag League. Oh, as Booker T would say, oh, shucky ducky quack quack. Yo, they beat Bishamon in, in World Tag League, so. That's going to be interesting within itself. TMDK, I think TMDK started their losing streak. So I can't wait. That's oh, that's going to be amazing. TMDK. Yep. And then afterwards, 
what this is what struck me as interesting this fifth matchup here this is what struck me as interesting yeah on the on the blue blue in the blue corner it was bullet club it was david finley kenta chase owens and then strong open way six-man tag champs of war dogs gate kid and alice Coglin. here's what struck me as interesting you had god you had jado hikuleo tangalo and tamatanga el phantasma was announced as part of god thoughts I said he joined GOD. Yeah, I but it wasn't. Was. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was. He wasn't officially announced as GOD until the day of the finals. Yep. 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 A, a lot of things happen, man. A lot of things happen, and I'm 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 okay with it. Like, I'm good. I I, I think he deserves it. It gives him something to do. It gives him somewhere to be. It gives him a placement. Um, um he, he him being on this, I was by myself type situation. So now he's a member of God now. So I told. So this is what the crazy part was, and and um, just on a quick tangent, me and a, a friend of the show uh, was talking about that of uh, the god thing and he asked when did that become a faction they're a tag team i said they became a faction once they got kicked out of bullet club and he's like no because once they got kicked out of bullet club they were still tag team and i said well the thing is they're adding more people and instead they're part of Honta, but they're a faction within Honta. and he's like that don't even make sense anymore because by the bellows of um the bellows of New Japan, the way that they run their the way well the bellows of, of factions, a faction is five or more people. So there's a there's a tag team, there's a trios, there's a a, a squad, a basically a four man squad. And then there's a uh, then there's a trio, then there's a, a faction, and he was like, it doesn't make sense to him. And I said, watch what I tell you, it's a faction. And he's like, all right, whatever. The finals came on, and then it turned into a faction. Mm-hmm. But also, also to talk about with this as well is that also god did win the match against uh, bullet club uh the bullet club faction team and then hikuleo and el phantasmo made their made their claim and their challenge or their intentions known that they want to challenge gay kid and alice cock and the war dogs for their strong open weight tag team championships so how about that for a team el phantasmo hikuleo did you ever think well i mean they were in bullet club together so it kind of makes sense that they will be a tag team um yeah uh, yeah yeah and when they was when they was doing strong remember hikaleo was here and so was el phantasmo so that that's another thing you know phantasmo and hikaleo were here so yeah yeah, so I, I can't wait for that to like I, for Hikaleo and Alpha Atasmo to be a team against Gabe Kid and Alice Cogger. That should be good. Then our sixth match saw another uh, result that would lead to 
some implications down the road as Bushi, Hiromu Takahashi, Yoda Suji, and Shingo Takagi teamed up. It was LIJ versus United Empire, Hanari, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay. And in that matchup, it took not one, but two Gene Blaster Spears <laughs> from Suji to pin the U.S. champion, Will, oh, I'm sorry, the U.K. champion, Will Ospreay. And Suji gets the victory. Now Suji has put himself in line to be the number one contender for that championship, Sage. You were saying this earlier that Suji's a wild dude. He's your favorite, one of your Suji's favorites. Wild. Suji's wild. He ain't one of my favorites due to this, the backstage comment of this. I don't care if it's the U.S. title. I don't care if it's the U, uh, U.K. title. Hell, it could be the Japan title. I'm not after the title. I'm after your head. Yeah, Suji, yeah, Suji wild for that. I, I remember that. Suji wild for that. Suji don't give a I'm, fuck about a tie. He just want Will Ospreay's ass. I, I was like, sir. Sir. Uh, you, you wilding out here. I need you to relax. Yeah, he, he, nah, he can't. Nah, he ain't. He can't relax. He, he he can't relax. He he know he knows that you know he he, he him and Osprey crossed paths quite a bit over there in fucking England when he was a rep pro. Matter of fact, him Suji and Osprey have a common denominator with them too. You know what it is, Sage? Gideon Gray. Gideon Gray. Gideon really? Gray managed Yoda Suji during his time in um in in rep pro. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. What if, what if Yoda Suji interferes in the match? What if Yoda Suji interferes in the match with Chris Jericho? Imagine. Well, there's that. Well, actually, fucking, um, Osprey's got a busy weekend. I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But Osprey's got a busy weekend that weekend. He's got a busy weekend. But we'll get to a minute. Right next, we had, of course, uh, House of Torture with their all the usual shenanigans. Show pitting the KOPW 2023 champion Taichi with the shock arrow with some help, by the way. But now Show is now the number one contender for the KOPW 2023 championship. And then after the matchup, House of Torture would destroy just five guys. And then they would handcuff almost crucifixion style Sonata, who has a partially torn bicep, by the way. Uh, to the ropes before stealing his championship and show stealing Taichi's championship. Bunch of fucking thugs, these guys. What's wrong with these guys? They got to see me. You got show. You got to see me, bro. Right. <laughs> you you put your hands on the Taichi. You got you got you got to see me. You got to see me, show. I don't care about none of that. You put your hands on little Tachi. Mm-mm. You don't touch little Tachi. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who is First of all, who is he to become talk about anybody being champion? How many times did he lose the title? How many times have he challenged for a singles title and lost? How many times did he challenged for the uh never open weight title and lost? How many times did he challenge for the um um the junior have, junior title and lost. He they he his partner came back off a of torn ACL, and he still and they won the tag team titles and he still lost another title match. What 
Stop talking to me. <laughs> like, what? 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 I, I need, I, I need, I need, uh, I need Lil Tachi to punch him in his mouth. He needs it. You need to get hit in the mouth. You need to get hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, but then that, but that happened, which has created two more, like another uh, number one contender. And we already knew that Evil had already established himself as the number one contender after defeating Sonata in the quarterfinals of the G1 Climax Tournament. And that get, brings us to our final Tetsuya Naito and Okada for the 100 and 100 millionth time in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. These two guys are going at it. But you know what's crazy? It's a crazy. It's a crazy thing. The match was not the same. I thank you for for speaking what I already had in my brain that I was going to get out. They've had so I many matches, but but they, it seems like they never have the same matchup. And thank you for the fifty bit sunshine. Sorry, I missed that. Uh, but they they this is not the same match that they've always had. This was a totally different <laughs> match. This was way different. Um. Their matches have normally been them. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, their matches is always been. It, what was weird to me is how it made history. First of all, their match uh, was the first time that they faced each other in the G1 Finals. You wouldn't have thought yep. it. You really wouldn't have thought it. Um, with that being said, like they fought like it was their first time, and that's what was so weird to me. They went out here and threw down like it was their first time, and I was like, "Oh, like I was, I was highly invested in this, highly invested." I was highly yeah. invested in it. I was just like, okay. All right. I like this. I'm enjoying this. This was, this was better than I thought it would have been. So. The, like the the match with thirty four minutes and eighteen seconds, and like I said, it wasn't the same match that they normally have. It was definitely a different matchup. It was definitely a different feel. But you felt that Naito was going to do it, and then of course he got to do the roll call after winning the G one. He had uh he had uh Hiromu and Shingo Bushi and Yoda in the ring doing the roll call. Uh, he of course had to be the ungovernable, disrespectful one. He got the flag and he just throws it down like fuck this shit. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, then goes backstage to try to celebrate, do his uh backstage comments, and he gets approached by Jeff Cobb. And Jeff Cobb mm-hmm. said, decides to tell him, Hey, listen, you may have won the G1, but you didn't beat me. So if you want to call yourself the G1 champ, G1 winner, you got to beat me. And then took a beer. Him, he told him, You got to clear that with me first. I said, Oh my god. Listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go on record and say this, okay? I'm going to go on record and say this. Jeff Cobb is one of the most underrated talkers in wrestling. 
Jeff Cobb be dropping some bars in the backstage comments, but I don't think anybody's paying attention to that because he's not known to be like much of a talker most of his career. But my goodness, ever since he's been in the United Empire, he has just became one of the best talkers in the game, period. And he showed it here when he when he dropped that line on Naito about he got to clear his debt with him. I was like, you know what? I believe him. I believe this man. I believe this man. Honestly, I believe this man. <laughs> but um Yeah. I will say, like also, like, um, but yeah, Naito, you know, went back there, said his piece and everything like that. Okada, uh, you know, that uh, what's up what's next for Okada? We're gonna find we're gonna talk about that in just a bit, but uh but yeah, Tetsuya Naito is your G one climax thirty three winner. He will now move on to main event the Tokyo Dome, which has been his goal for the last two years. The main event the Tokyo Dome, the last two, three years, main event the Tokyo Dome, get that roll call in the Tokyo Dome. We may get it this time. I'm telling you. Here's the thing. If you go back to episode one of this this season series, I said it from jump. I said it from jump. I said Naito's gonna win this. Face Sonata is going to be a full circle moment at Wrestle Kingdom. He's going to face Sonata, the very man who left his faction to go join Just Five Guys to say he got to do something to be able to surpass Naito. But then he's going to face Naito and lose to Naito. Naito's going to finally get his roll call. It's not going to be a Kenta that's going to fuck around and come and interrupt it. He's going to finally get his roll call off and it's going to be uh, it's going to be glorious, especially because it's going to be a crowd. They're going to be able to sing along. It's going to be a big crowd. It's going to be able to sing along. I called this on the very first episode a month ago. I called this. I absolutely called this, and I think it's going to come to fruition. I think. I think it's going to come to fruition. I mean, things. There are things that can happen uh, between now and destruction. I mean, not destruction. From now and Wrestle Kingdom. Well, yeah, but my, we have my destruction. Thing is, my thing is with that, and 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 just what you're talking about, like. My thing is with that situation. Um, my question is: Do we do do we think do we really believe Sonata uh, loses in the Tokyo Dome? Yes. Like honestly, what if the swerve is that Sonata had Sonata actually beats Naito in the Tokyo Dome? I mean, that is all that is a strong likelihood that Naito does all this, gets to the Tokyo Dome, and still doesn't get his roll call if Sonata's the one that does it. I just feel like it's that's the that the better story, the better uh, storyline here is that Naito does end up getting that roll call. He ends up winning and stuff like that. I mean, Sonata himself is, has admitted, and a lot of people have said it, that he's not a very strong champion, which I feel is unfair to, to Sonata. Oh, absolutely, because you gave him the title with this tournament coming ahead. So that that's that, that was New Japan's fault. You tried to set him up for failure. But to make him the strongest champion possible, yeah, okay, you, you put him against his former... His former uh, tag team partner. Okay, we get that. Then you put him against, as you put him against his former tag team partner, then can we? He's gonna, I, he's gonna be his former tag team partner. We know that. Um, 
My question is, is he gonna is he gonna be Naito in the dome? Because if he beats Naito in the dome, you you rob Naito of that moment again and Naito had to do it all over again. Then it's like, okay, we rob Naito of this moment again, like we're robbing one of our top guys of a moment. And it doesn't make sense to a certain extent. But then you say, okay, if if Sonata beats Naito, does that make him stronger in other people's opinion? Because all you're doing is making him a transitional champion. It's just a longer transition period. Like for real, yeah. for real. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just a lot. It's a longer transition period, like. So, yeah. mm. it's, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Right. So, before we get into uh, the Destruction Tour, which is starting on September the eighth. Uh, there's a special show going on in the UK next weekend as part of the very same weekend as All In, and that's RevPro's 11th anniversary uh, event, which is taking place in uh, in Cop in uh, where is it taking place at? Jesus Christ! At the uh, Copper Box in London, it's going to be uh, a big show, but there's going to be a heavy, heavy New Japan involvement. In this show, one of the matches is taking place, and we mentioned this earlier, Will Ospreay is going to have a very busy weekend after it was announced that he will be taking on Chris Jericho at All In one-on-one. Oh, the, one with the, the night before, the, the, the aerial assassin will be taking on Shingo Takagi at that event. Also taking place <laughs> at this event is a tag team matchup. David Finley, the, nor- the never openweight champion and one half of the strong openweight tag champions, Gabriel Kidd, Gabe Kidd, will take on the tag team. Get this, Sage. El Fantasmo and the Ring of Honor pure wrestling champion, Katsuyori Shibata. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, Shibata's going to be in the ring with that unstable nutcase gay kid. Oh, God. He been calling him out. Gay kid been calling Shibata out though. Yeah, so we'll see. true. We'll see. If, we'll see if if this is what he really want. Cause right. I don't think this is what he really want. He ain't gonna really want this. I don't think so. He don't really want that. He don't want that work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also taking place on this show is going to be one half of the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, also a Bullet Club War Dogs. Dan Drilla Maloney taking on 18-year-old prospect Leon Slater. You will see the uh, New Japan World TV champion Zack Sabre Jr. taking on former Rev Pro British heavyweight champion Ricky Knight Jr. And then you're going to see Kosei Fujita again. He'll be a week removed from making his debut as a non-young lion in uh, Philly. He will be making his rep pro debut taking on J.J. Gale. So that's the the involvement that New Japan will have in the upcoming 11th anniversary show uh, taking place on August the 26th at the Copper Box Arena in London, England. And also it was announced this week during the press conference uh, after uh, the G1 Climax finale that Royal Quest 3 
it's coming. It's coming to England after they had Royal Quest one in two thousand nineteen, and then they had a two. They had a uh, three year hiatus due to the uh, the the I pandemic remember. and the uh, lack of being able to travel and stuff like that. Royal Quest three will be coming back, and it'll hit the copper box on April the fourteenth. So April the fourteenth, it will be these. It will be. It will be that they will be there. No matches have been announced as of yet, but it will be there again. So it'll be another new Japan will be making their presence known in the United Kingdom come uh, uh, October. But speaking of New Japan, after they get done in the United States with the All Star Junior Festival as well as the Multiverse United Two show, they will come back to Japan and begin. The Destruction Tour. Uh, the Destruction Tour will be a tour that runs through all over Japan, beginning on September the eighth and ninth in Rio in um in uh, Corcoran Hall, with big events taking place uh, in Co- in uh, Kobe on the uh, in mid September, and then Rio Goku in October on October the ninth. So. It was announced this week on. Uh, it was actually announced uh, this morning, actually, uh, via the website for New Japan Pro Wrestling that there are already matches set for the September eighth uh, event at uh, Corcoran Hall. One of those matches will be Bolton Ole cashing in his New Japan World TV Championship shot. He will go up against Zack Saber Jr. in uh, in Corcoran Hall. We will see a special tag team matchup that will see the. IWGP heavyweight cha- world heavyweight champion Sonata T with the KLPW 2023 champion Taichi to take on their respect their respective challengers Evil and Show. We will also see a special eight man match with pitting LIJ versus United Empire. It'll be Naito, Takagi, um, Yoda Suji, and the IWGP. Junior heavyweight champion Hiromu Takahashi, they will be taking on the team of Jeff Cobb, the great Okan, Hinare, and the newest member of the United Empire, Callum Newman, the 24-year-old who back in June had a one-on-one matchup with uh, Will Ospreay in the United Kingdom, enough so that Will invited him into the United Empire. We've seen how that turned out before with Drilla Maloney. <laughs> I'm just saying. But he is now I, I, part Hey, look. Hey, look. <laughs> I, hey, when you said newest member, I said of him, it was like, mm, okay, okay. If that's what they want to do, yeah, I think they should stop recruiting after Drilla. But okay. You know, I think they need to. I think they need to stop recruiting just because they have a good match with Osprey. There needs to be some. There needs to be some more like stringent, stringent standards before you bring people in. Like just because they have a good match with you doesn't mean they should be in your fucking stable. You learned that with Drilla Malone. He had a great match with you. You put him in his stable, and then he turns around and stabs you in the back. Fuck that. (laughs) Nah, I'm out. No, 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 no. He didn't stab you in the back. Let's be honest. He stabbed your people in the back. I mean, because. He didn't even see you, because if he goes to see you, boy, boy, you know that Driller Maloney and Will Ospreay has not been in the same room. So you what do you think about? Huh? Yeah, what did, you, what did you think? What do you think about these matches that were announced for this card? You didn't hear my question, did you? No, I didn't. I'm like, I'm like blacked out. I'm trying to do like 15 million things here. 
Driller Maloney and uh, Will Osprey has not been in the same room. No, they haven't. Mm-hmm. He told him, keep that fucking kid away from me before I kick him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he going, assassinate? Assassinate? That's being assassination. Um, the hey, Osprey, yes, yo, Osprey said it best. You don't need why? Why do you need three musketeers when you have one assassin? Tell, tell me, tell me what lie he told. He ain't tell no lie. He ain't tell exactly. Nope. Look what he did on. Look what he did on dynamite. Because I definitely didn't think he made that flight. Boy, he smacked the shit out of uh. Chris Jericho, yeah. Chris Jericho turned around and his whole yeah, he smacked all five. Chris Jericho. Off. I was like, yo. But um, no, this this, this is going to be great. Um, I'm glad this is the the fallout from the G1 climax. Uh, the these are going to lead. What is the event that it leads to? Yeah. What's the so what's the event basically that the f- to? What's what's that? What's the uh, the event? What's the name of the event? Is the the event named Destruction? Well, the it, this show is the Road to Destruction, but it's Destruction. The two big events on this tour is Destruction in Kobe and Destruction in Rio Goku. Okay, oh, so they went back to Rio Goku. Oh my god! Yep. So here's oh, the full god. car. Here's the full car for September the eighth. Right. Here's the full car. Yo and Ryusuke Taguchi versus Doki Yoshinobu Kanemaru and just five guys. Asuka Loibe, Master Wato, Shota Umino, and Yuji Nagata against Tomaki Homa and Strong Style. They just love putting them battles together. <laughs> God. Love yeah. putting them battles together. Toriyana and Bishimon versus Bad Dude Tito and Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols. So Bad Dude oh, bad Tito's dude coming back, back to Japan. Back. Big Teats. Big Teats, boy. Big T, yeah, because he been he been hit he been hit holding it down. Yeah, but Big T's about to go to Japan, baby. Uh, Yudo Nakashima along Japan. with Yudo Nakashima and the never open way six man tag team champions Ishii Tanahashi and Okada take on Tiger Mask, Togi Makabe, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroyoshi Tenzan. There's a reason that match is happening, which we'll tell you about in just a minute. But uh, that's happening. And then we already told you about this matchup. LIJ versus United Empire is the fifth match. Hiromu Takahashi, Yoda Suji, Shingo Takagi, and Naito against Callum Newman, Hinari, Great O'Connor, Jeff Cobb. The the semifinal will be Zack Sabre Jr. versus Bolton Oleg for the World TV Championship. And then the main event will be Taichi and Sonata versus Evil and Show. So that's, that's your match order. That's your match order. Then the next night... September the 9th, you're gonna have uh you're gonna have another title match and you're gonna have a main event elimination match, LIJ versus United Empire. Uh you're gonna have Naito, Takagi, Suji, Hiromu, and Bushi taking on Osprey, Cobb, Okan, Hanare, and Callum Newman. And you're gonna have a, a never open way six-man tag team title match. Okada, Tanahashi, and Ishii defend the titles. You're going to laugh your ass off when you hear who their opponents are. I'm listening. Togi Makabe, uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, Tiger Mask. What? 
What did you just say to me? <laughs> did you just, that was my what reaction. Did you just say to me? That's, that was my reaction when I saw who was challenging for the titles. My reaction was this. What? What? Like, how the hell did that odd, no, odd trio get a shot at the never openweight six-man taxi titles? Like, I don't recall them beating the champions. I'm so confused by this, dude. And here's the match order, because we already had the match order for this one. Kojima's going to be in the opening match against Oscar Loibe. We've seen that one before. Yo and Taguchi are apparently some, something because they're teaming again, and they're going to be facing Taka Michinoku and Doki. They're once again putting Wato, Umino, and Nagata against Strong Style, but this time switching the teammates. Yudo's going to be on a Strong Style team. Homa's going to be on the Hantai team. So there you go. Uh, Bolton Oleg is teaming with Yano and Bishimon to take on Bad Dutito, Hayes, Nichols, and Sax and ZSJ. Kanemaru is teaming with Taichi and Sonata to take on the uh, House of Torture, Sans Dick Togo, except he'll be at ringside, but he won't be in the match. Then our never open way six man tag team championship match will be our semifinal Ishii, Tanahashi, and Okada in their second defense against Tiger Mask, Tenzan, and Makabe. And then our main event is the eight, 10 man elimination match of LIJ versus United Empire. That's crazy. That's, yo, that's a crazy fucking, that's a crazy and never six man tag team championship match, bro. That's crazy. So you, all you just told me is they're going to retain again because Tiger Mask. Is the junior. All right. Yeah, pretty much. It's just a matter of how who's gonna who's gonna get him. Is it gonna be a vertical drop brain bus? Is it gonna be a high fly flow? Is it gonna be the rainmaker? It's gonna be a waste of my fucking time. Um <laughs> I, I just feel like that's a waste of my time. That that uh, that match better be good. Cause if it if it ends up wasting my time, I'm gonna be so angry. I'm gonna be so angry they did that to us. All right, and now and now we're gonna talk about the big events taking place. One first one in Kobe uh, in mid September, September 24th to be exact. So towards the end of September, they already have five matches un- announced. Three of them title matches. Uh, one of those will be Suji uh, taking on Will Osprey for what is officially known as the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, but it is actually the IWGP UK Championship. So we got that going. We got that going for you. We that's coming off the heels of Suji getting the pinfall victory over Osprey in uh that tag match that took place on the night of the finals of the G1 Climax tournament. So we have that. Mm-hmm. Next we uh hang on cuz I'm having some technical difficulties here and it's pissing me off. Um hang on. This stupid thing. Yeah, because we up close personal right now. Oh, okay. All right, next up, another uh, matchup. We'll see um, Tetsuya Naito take on Jeff Cobb. Uh, Cobb was the only uh, was able to get a victory over Naito during the tournament. He told Naito if he wants to be uh, considered the G one champion, he has to, uh, you know, do he has to take him on. But Naito did say. Uh, it did say during his backstage comments that if there's nothing on the line, I have no problem losing in five seconds, so he's going after him. Another special singles match, Shingo Takagi against the great Okan. That should be good. That's part of the uh, 
the triple threat, the triple header of LIJ versus United Empire, and you'll also see for the tag team championships, Bishamon taking on TMDK's Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste. Show challenges for the KOPW championship. Taser's uh, Taichi. We don't have an official uh, stipulation for this match as of yet. I'm pretty sure the. Uh, We'll see what happens with that. But that's what's happening in Kobe, Sage. Thoughts? That's fine. That's going to be good. But uh, Ocon and and Naito is going to be interesting because they... they Ocon and they, Shingo. They got, oh, Ocon and Shingo. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. That should be good. That should be good. Yeah, that should be good. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for Naito Cobb. I can't wait for Suji versus Osprey because I'm pretty sure they have, they put on some bangers in the UK of Rev Pro, so I'm pretty sure they're going to put on a banger here. I feel like um, the Cobb thing is because – well, yeah, they announced that it's going to – they finally, uh, when he said it was nothing on the line, like it's been announced that it's gonna be a briefcase, and I was like, Oh, damn! So it is gonna be a briefcase, okay? Okay, yeah. Only Okada could get away with not having to put that on the line and have a briefcase, he would have the uh, old school IWGP heavyweight title and shit. That was wild, he got away with that. <laughs> So I, I, listen, man. I we and no one batted an eyelash either. By the way, we're just gonna put that out there. They just like, oh, Okada doesn't need a briefcase. He doesn't have to put it on the line. He can walk around with a championship belt. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's rock. <laughs> this is Okada. So who, who gonna argue with him? Nobody. Yep. Exactly. I like these matches that have already been announced. I can't wait to see what other matches are going to be mixed in with this. But I'm looking forward to this one. This is going to be good. And then we move on. And then uh, October 9th, they're back in the Real Goku Sumo Hall. And they already have three title bouts that have been made official. That's Sonata defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Evil. Tamataga challenging David Finley for the Never Openweight Championship. And G.O.D.'s Hikuleo and El Phantasmo challenging the war dogs of Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd for the strong openweight tag team championships. So those are the three matches already on the docket for October 9th in Rio Goku. I'm, I'm looking forward to that tag, that, that strong openweight tag match. Just because, and we talked about this earlier, I just want to see the team chemistry between Hikuleo and El Phantasmo. I just want to see how that's going to work out. What do you think? Um, it's gonna be an interesting thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. It's definitely gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be a very interesting chemistry. So all in short, having fun. I'm gonna love it. Yeah, and of course we're gonna get Sonata versus Evil for world for the uh, world heavyweight title. Uh, we already kind of knew that it was going to happen here and that it, like probably most likely on the tour because of the fact that Evil did defeat Sonata in the quarterfinals of the tournament, and then he made that violent declaration at uh, the final the final night of the G1 Climax uh, tour, and so now we're going to get the matchup. Whoever wins this matchup is more than likely going to be guaranteed to be in the main event against Naito for 
the uh, for that championship. So a lot yeah, of stake here. Tag league should be announced like right after this. I can't wait for tag league. I cannot wait for tag league. Cause think of the teams, dude. Look at like think of the teams. All right, we're gonna get into story time with Sage in just a minute, but <laughs> this is this is a good conversation piece right here. So you already look at the teams you could have in this one. You could have. I mean, Tomataga and Tangaloa said they wanted to go and do single stuff, but you got to figure they're going to be in it. You got to think that Hikaleo and LP, especially if they win the strong openweight tag team titles, are going to be in Tag League. Of course, the War Dogs, Kid and, um, and Coglin are going to be in it. Of course, Haste and Nichols are going to be in it. Ozzy Open's probably going to be in it if they can. Then you're gonna have especially let's see. if they ring of honor tag team champions. I would love it if they that because to, uh, to be honest, we know that that what's the name is not winning that title off of uh, yeah that Aussie Open is gonna win that match. So it's gonna be interesting. That that's gonna be interesting if Aussie right. Open can make it. Yeah, and then of course Bishamon gonna be in it because they're the two time defending champions. So they're gonna be in it. Uh, so that's six teams already, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be. I'm. I don't know how many teams it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be twenty. I don't know how many teams it's going to be. Twenty teams in ten, uh, two blocks of ten, or whatnot. But that's six teams right there off the top that I feel is uh-huh. going to be in it. And yeah. I'm trying to think of others like you know maybe Evil and Yujiro, even though that would be stupid. But Evil and Yujiro. Uh, Okan and Okan and either either Okan with either Hanari or Jeff Cobb. I, I need him with Jeff Cobb. I, I don't want Hanari. Um, okay, but Sonata and Sonata and Taichi. Yes, Sonata and Taichi. I think I think Zach would be out of this year's tournament unless unless for one tournament only. We get the techers, boy. I would love that. I would love that they did that. Yeah, but how how would that work? They're still because, friends. They're still yeah, friends. Yeah, but, the but they're in they're different factions. Friends. They're in different mm-hmm, non-Hontai they, factions. Yeah, they're, they're still friends. Now, if they don't have no beef with each other, then, you know. You know. Oh, I don't you, know. You, you know. You know we're going to get Bebop Tag League, too. Tanahashi and uh, Yano. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. After this year's uh, G1 encounter, look a little salty after the G1 encounter. That's about that's about ten, eleven teams right there that I can name. And I'm pretty sure they're going. I'm pretty sure they're going to pull teams from outside of Japan. Absolutely. To be a part of this now that you know the 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 traveling restrictions are 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 gone, we're not going to see Tenkoji or GBH in this fucking tag league. (laughs) Oh shit! I refuse to watch. I refuse to watch a tag league and fucking GBH and fucking Tenkoji are in there. We have all kind of heavyweight. It's no point in doing the podcast because it's going to be. it's gonna be a waste of our time. It's gonna be a waste of the people's time because nobody wants to hear what GBH or Tenkozy is doing. True. Retire or, or stay dead. So go to the dojo. Leave us alone. We just want y'all to leave us alone. 
Yes, Sith, we will be covering Tag League unless Tenkoji and or GBH are in it, at which point, fuck that. You hear it. You hear it here. You hear it. They announced Tenkoji or GBH. We're not doing Tag We're not doing it. We're not doing it. They, 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 they're going to have to put somebody super spectacular in there for us to do it if they announce Tenkoji and GBH. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's get a little story time with Sage, baby. So this week is my my last official week of quietness in D.C. public schools. My teachers come back on Monday. My students come back a week after that. My kids are already back in school. And I just want to bask in the glory of that I spent my summer watching the G1 and waiting for football to come back. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the summer. So relaxing, quiet, and in control. I am here as your as your Can't say people's champion because that's over there. Uh, your people's villain. Your people's villain. I'm here's your people's villain to tell you if your kids are bad and they don't have no respect, keep them home. Don't send them to school and get them to be somebody else's problem. Be a parent for once in your life. I'm just saying because it's going to be so many kids getting dropped off at school now because the parent is like, I don't feel like dealing with my child. No. You know your child is having a bad day. You know your child cannot like mentally, especially, oh, I need my spare parents to understand this. Especially if you know your child is not going to operate throughout school that day. Keep them at home. Don't send them to get on my goddamn nerves because you don't want to be a parent. Point blank, period. Hmm. But you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try and do my best this year to keep my composure together. I had some composure issues at the beginning of the year because I don't like disrespectful children. And you disrespect me, I then I have something to say to you, and and then I have to remember that you're not my child. So I need y'all, all y'all parents to understand that y'all the kids are kind of disrespectful when they're not around y'all, and I need y'all to get it together. And those that do think it's cute that your kid is disrespectful, you should be smacked in the mouth with a chair. Like Alabama. <clears throat> and that's story time with Sage, baby. Nice. All right, really quickly. So for those who uh, maybe have been under a rock, see if we did this podcast on the normal day, we would we did we wouldn't be talking about this until Saturday. But it was announced that uh, one half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions, Cash Wheeler, real name Daniel uh, Daniel uh, Wheeler, was arrested and booked on a charge of uh, assault uh, with a firearm. Uh, apparently, it was a road rage incident that took place in which a ha- the victim had a handgun pointed at him by Wheeler in traffic. A sworn affidavit has come out from the Orange County Clerk's Office in which um, 
Daniel Matter, who was the victim in this uh, in this alleged uh, incident, said that uh, Wheeler had pointed a gun in his direction on July the 27th. So this is just now coming out now. Uh, he says uh, the victim is described what went on in terms of uh, the, the traffic incident and something like that. And then he said that the victim... Uh, Ended up going to drive the call 911 to relate the information about what happened. Uh, they were able to find him, and it was also announced that uh, Cash Wheeler's uh, passport had not been relinquished. So there is still the possibility that Cash will be able to be a part of the all of all in next weekend, where he and uh, Dax Harwood will be defending the in uh, the. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship against the Young Bucks in their third of their trilogy. Uh, Sage, where are you at on this one? How do you feel about this one? You just said something that you named off the date. What's the date again? July 27th. What's today's date, champ? The day that we're recording this is. What's today's date? August 18th. <clears throat> why are y'all just now telling this story and why is he just now being arrested? I I don't know. I, I guess I, I don't know. I, I we would need to get more information on why what the uh, the events what the timeline of events was that led from the incident that happened on July twenty seventh, which was a Thursday. I would know because my birthday was the next day on a Friday. And then to finally uh, aggravate being charged with aggravated assault and turning himself in uh off that charge so this comes out at this point in time a week before he's supposed to leave for london i don't think that's a coincidence i don't think that's a coincidence because it, it, all all that's going on, they set up this whole thing, and then a week before, all of a sudden he's arrested. Come on now, come on now. That's crazy. So first of so, all, my my, my so basically, um, so I'm, I'm looking at this and hold on, so hold on, so, hold on, real quick, Sage, real quick. So according to PW Insider. Um, of course, he pled not guilty to the charge, which is a third degree felony in the state of Florida. The warrant for his arrest was filed on July the 28th, and he was booked in the Circuit Court of Orange County, Florida. So his arrest warrant went out the very next day, but he's just now turning himself in uh, to police. So I find that to be quite strange. For all that, you still waited well, all out. Well, what were you getting ready to say, though? He's going to lose. They're, they're, they're losing anyway. If they wasn't losing before, they are now. If they actually have By the way, and they pulled this match off, mm-hmm. they lost. They lost. It is what it is. By the way... Uh, per statutes in Florida, a third-degree felony is punishable by up to five years in prison, a $5,000 fine, and or probation. They're going to give him a $5,000 fine. 
Yeah, because he's this is he's never had a criminal offense. This is like his first. This is like a, he's like a first time offender. So they'll probably they'll probably take it easy on him. They'll probably like plead out because all he did, like according to the affidavit, was he pointed the gun at the guy with a very menacing glare, but he never used it and. You know he's never he doesn't have a criminal record, so I doubt that they'll put him in jail for it. But this is not a good look for AEW with all the shit they got going on right now. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. With all the sh- with all the shit they got, what do you think about all the shit that's going on with AEW right now, dude? They're going through the growing pains. It's growing pains. Like all this was gonna come to a head anyway. Like stuff was gonna happen anyway. It was just a matter of time. It was a matter of time. We need to we need to find out how long it was going to be. Um AEW now the thing with CM Punk, I think this that that's just getting out of hand. I think that's just getting out of hand. Like, you can't let one man run the show. Because it's reported that he got into it with Jungle Boy, too. Jungle Boy, too, Sarah. You can't, you can't let this one man run the show. Now, granted, he's right. Uh, another topic I was talking about with, with, with our friend of the show, Chris Andino. Studio and Dino on Instagram. Studio underscore and Dino on Instagram. Um, and on and on the current the current Chocolate City champion for Fight Club Pro Wrestling. By the way, absolutely, and the SWA like heavyweight champion. Um, so you can't you can't let one man run the show, but in the same breath and same token. The young bucks need to get over themselves with this whole situation. Kenny need to get over himself with this whole situation because y'all been begging for him to come. Y'all been begging for this person to come back. Yeah, I've been begging for this person to come back to wrestling. He was gone for seven years. I love seeing Punk to death as a wrestler, as the person I can't stand, Phil Brooks. As a person, he's a piece of shit. He's a horrible human being. He does stuff for people and then throw it back in your face. And it's been made public that he do that. I I, I don't like Phil Brooks as a person. CM Punk, the wrestler? Amazing. Amazing. God's gift to earth. Like, there's, there's some people that just have a talent, and he's one of them. But once he, once, and, and, and he can cut a promo that a light your shoes on fire. But when he turns back into Phil Brooks at the end of the day, I want I want to punch him in his face. And I don't work for AEW. So if you wait for me to come back say Phil Brooks, guess what? I ain't going to be there. So... I'm, I, it, it's it's annoying. Every time somebody says something, you gotta confront them or have an issue. No, you don't. Get the, get over yourself. Get over yourself. You are CM Punk. 
you're important when you go out to that ring. Back here, you are nobody and just another man on the street that bleed like I do. No. This 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 the, the name of thing, the jungle boy thing, the I'm a collision guy, and it was cool that you dropped it as a line. But now you're trying to force you trying to force a brand split that Tony Khan don't want in the first place. Who the fuck are you? No, no. You walk out on shit. That's who you are, Mr. I walk out. So when somebody says something about you, walk out, walk away. You missed the I turn the other cheek and leave. Okay. Turn the other cheek and leave the conversation of somebody talking about you instead of trying to get them sent home from work. How are you talking about you with people that make money and these young wrestlers would make money, but you the same one sending people home? What? Stupid asses. I'm tired of stupid people. Starting to grind my gears. Fair. I'm sure that Sith will have plenty to say about that on the Weekly Wrestling Podcast, which will be streaming live on our Twitch channel Saturday night at our usual time of 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash true no spots pod. Audio will go up on, on Spotify as well as Amazon Music. And if you missed the announcement we made on last week's podcast uh, starting September the 10th, we will be moving to Sundays. We will be streaming on Sundays instead of Saturdays. It will be Sundays at 7 p.m. after seven hours of commercial-free football so you can get your football fix in and then come on in and talk wrestling with us. You'll get the full weekend review, including Collision with myself and Sith. And we hope that and we hope that you will be there for that. But in the meantime, between time, if you have enjoyed this podcast, make sure you check us out on social media, Facebook.com slash no spots pod, twitter.com slash true no spots pod, twitch.tv slash true no spots pod, and tiktok.com slash at true at true no spots pod. Make sure you check out Sage on social media. I woke up as this guy named Sage with underscores after each word, as well as Sith on social media, Twitter and TikTok at true Sip Dan 74 as well. Again, we hope you enjoyed this podcast series. We had fun bringing it to you and covering this great tournament all month long. The next time you will see both of us together will most likely be for world tag league, which we will announce in the coming weeks once we know the schedule, when the schedule comes out. That'll probably happen during the weekly wrestling podcast or during one of the live stream reactions that Sage may happen to join us on, whichever one comes first. Uh, but for now, for our audio listeners, this has been the G1 Climax Recall Season 4. We appreciate you following us all month long. We thank you, we thank you and we will say sayonara. Adios. Hey guys, it's Champ here. We hope you enjoyed that episode of No Spots Podcast. If you did, make sure you are following us so you can be notified when we upload new episodes. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash nospotspod, as well as on Twitter, at truenospotspod. We will catch you on the next episode, myself, Donnie Wrestling, and The Sith, for the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio Network.